0: What's up, everybody? I hope you and your loved ones are doing great. Welcome to the
1: Chris and Agnos
0: podcast. I am passionate about sports and bringing positive value to others. This podcast is about me interviewing former college athletes and allowing them to share their stories and bringing good value to you in this community. Let's get into the episode. Hi, everyone. This is Agno. So, Welcome to the Chris and Agnos podcast and show. I hope you're all doing really well and wishing you and your loved ones good health. And today's episode, I'm really excited to have my friend, Colton Sakamoto. He is a home loan assistant to, at Churchill Mortgage, and he has his MBA from Gardner-Webb and a former college baseball player. And Colton, how's your day going?
1: It's going well, man. How about you?
0: I'm doing great. It's great to see you. Super pumped. You. It's been a while, and I can't wait for what I get to see next time. So yeah, I like Thanks to start out. Absolutely. Really appreciate your time making you taking time to get on. Yeah. So, I always like to start out with the, the very beginning of your life, like chapter one. What were you, what were you like as a kid growing up and what, what you did that you enjoyed that's gotten you to where you are today looking back?
1: Yeah. So, let's see. Um, I was born to teen parents. Uh, my parents were 19 when they had me. Um, I was um, super competitive as a kid. Um, I would say I was quiet in some areas of my life, um, but I was always super curious. I was always asking the question, why? Um, and I think that curiosity um, really helped me in a lot of ways. Um, helped me in school, helped me in baseball, um, always trying to find ways to get better, always trying to find ways to learn. Um, and that competitiveness also helped me in baseball, too. Um, love baseball, love football. Um, was just into any sports growing up. Um and that competitive competitiveness helped me because I wasn't super talented. Um, I didn't do anything particularly well in terms of sport. Um, but really just the competitive competitiveness and asking why all the time um really helped me.
0: That's really cool to be be always finding out and solving things yeah. solving problems and that's something with me too. Like in looking back, school wise, like I always have to like work for what I'm good at. Exactly, to, to get to, and I think that's uh, really valuable to gain a strong work ethic.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: And so, what? So, going to college. When you went to the University of Oregon, what made you choose there? Was there anything special about like your visit, or?
1: Yeah. So or it just felt final, like. Old- I felt like the right fit at the time with the information that I had. Um, you know, I went on my visit. I went on an unofficial with with Parker Kelly, who I went to high school with. Um, Kenyon was already committed there. Um, went to a football game against University of Washington. Um, got to go on the sideline everything. It just felt right um, at the time. And uh, I'm, I'm glad I made the decision to go there.
0: No, Yeah, I was really stoked dude, yeah. to meet you. I mean, was well. one thing that was really cool was, I really appreciated seeing all of these Oregon players coming right. into the school. And did that play a factor at all with your friendship with, like, Parker and Kenyon? You guys were all at Westview together.
1: For sure. Yeah, we all grew up together. We all grew up um, playing with and against each other. So it was definitely special. We were all friends growing up, and uh, it, it was just special to, to do that together with them. Mm-hmm.
0: That's got to be really exciting, and comforting to like have your friends and exactly. like, this next level yeah. dream all together that you guys were all going for in life.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: And then, so also within your freshman year, you end you end up playing college baseball at Lane. And so yeah. I wanted—I was curious—what was your most valuable insight you gained from that experience?
1: Yeah, so um, after my freshman like winter around January left left the program in Oregon, um, set out the year, took some classes at Lane, um, stayed dual enrolled, um, went over to the Lane program. It was it was honestly great. Um, junior college is very different um, baseball wise. It's kind of every man for themselves, um, also really scrappy, uh, but with the team concept as well. So just really. You know taking ownership of my career and figuring out what i wanted from from myself um, was huge and being able to stay dual enrolled was awesome as well
0: mm-hmm. that's awesome to, i'm sure your competitive edge growing growing up as a kid is what something that probably really benefited you go with your career taking that next step going forward For sure. and writing writing a new chapter yeah and Also, what I'm curious about going along with that is dual enrolling, you were also at U of O, taking classes while you are at Lane. So what advice would you have for students in the future going forward from your experience if they considered wanting to be at a major university while also taking community college classes?
1: Yeah, I would advise everyone to take advantage of it. I mean, you get to save, you save money on classes, um, the social aspect you're not sacrificing anything there because i lived on campus at oregon still got to see all my friends there Um, got to save money and then i also really appreciated the small classroom setting at lane you know at these big colleges you can get lost in the mix with 500 people and stuff and it's way more hands-on in community college Um, it's different in a lot of ways but but i really enjoyed it That was a really smart financial decision i
0: didn't didn't take any i just any community college classes, so it's interesting to hear that hear that side of it. But
1: for sure, and also, I wouldn't be there if it weren't for baseball. To be honest, um I, I would have just stayed at Oregon, but it worked out and saved some money in the process. And yeah.
0: Well, that's awesome. That's something I liked with the small classroom environment. I remember in my calculus class that it, it only yeah. had like thirty people in it. So. I think yeah. that was really beneficial for one of the more challenging classes, especially for a freshman year for showing sure. into it. And it was really nice to build those relationships with the professors when you needed help. So that's really yeah. cool to hear. It was the same at Lane.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. And then what, what it takes,
0: was there anything special from being at you being like an Oregonian in the in Eugene with all, your, with all your friends?
1: Yeah, it was super cool. Um, a lot of my high school buddies went to Oregon. And then obviously the Parker and the Kenyans, we got to be a part of the baseball program there. And that was special because, you know, Oregon's recruiting from all over the country and to be, you know, in the backyard of Oregon and to go there to play ball was super special.
0: Yeah, I've always had that feeling, like, when playing Oregon State, I just was yeah. like, yeah, we got all these Oregon players, and yeah. I love it. It just, just enhances the rivalry even more, but
1: exactly. it's really
0: cool to see all the good in-state talent that came together, and, I mean, you guys grew up playing against each other or with each other throughout your yeah. childhood, so it was nice That's just it. to see you guys, like, all at once, early. Mm-hmm. And then at, at Lane, what was your favorite part about those first two years of junior college baseball?
1: Um, getting to play every day was awesome. I loved my teammates. We all scrapped together. We all put in the work together. Um, we all had this this goal of of going on to play at four years. Some of us had already started at four years like myself, and it was a matter of what can I do to get back there. And then a lot of people, it was it was kids that were overlooked in high school or maybe they didn't, they didn't have the grades. Um, So it was an opportunity for them to prove themselves. And so um, really competitive, but the team aspect was great as well. And then, um, you know, just being close to my other friends at University of Oregon was awesome, too.
0: You think it was being having that teammate as an athlete and having so many good relationships? Think that's helped you with your professional career and maybe even your MBA once you got to grad school?
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. For sure yeah very good
0: so then going on for you i mean you're at ufo then you're at lane in oregon and now you go across the country pretty yep. much to gardner webb in north carolina so what did you learn about yourself there and how was that experience playing college baseball back like you said getting back to division one play
1: yeah um gardner webb was super different i was in north Carolina in probably a town that's a complete polar opposite from Portland where I grew up. It's a one-stop light town, population of like 2,000. We were division one, which always blows people's mind. They're like, how, how do you have like 2,000 kids at the school and you're D1? Well, there's like 20 division one baseball schools in North Carolina. So um, very different atmosphere, very different culture. It was a great learning experience for me to, to be on the other side of the country. Um, and I had to grow up in a lot of ways too, because I had lived in Oregon pretty much my whole life, um, pretty close to home. And now I'm 2000 miles away on a completely different time zone, three hours ahead. So it was very different, very different culture, but I'm thankful for it in a lot of ways. Um, Got to do my MBA out there. So I finished up. I got my associates from Lane, got the bachelors from Oregon, um, did that in three years and then went out there to do my master's. So um, yeah, it was great.
0: That's right. I remember it did take you three years to graduate yeah. from college. And I know you remind me, congratulations. Yeah, That's, thank you. That shows and says a lot right there. Yeah, it I was tough, man. In, I got mine in three and two thirds years, but there nice. you guys, You taught me three years. <laughs> and and you're divi- your Division One athlete on top of it with all your responsibilities. Yeah, thanks, man. And you know, I applaud you a lot for going to North Carolina. I mean, as an Oregonian, also myself, I've always been in Oregon, but that's yeah. something that I, I would advise also, even though I don't have the experience, I think. You people should go to, like, college outside of, like, their state least. Just get a get it far away so you can, you know, grow and yeah. learn more about yourself. I mean, being an hour away from home was really nice and I learned a lot there. But yeah it would be cool just to see what it would be like to go up go outside the country and yeah. experience that.
1: Yeah, it's just good and, to see how people different people live their lives too. It gives you some perspective that I, I wouldn't have had unless I did it. Um and I was certainly homesick but uh mm-hmm. grateful for the experience and made new friends. Um learned a lot.
0: That's really that's really cool. And then um, what were your favorite memories of your career? Was there any specific games or team- times with teammates that stood out looking back?
1: Yeah, looking back, it's tough because, you know, I played baseball for so long. It's hard to point to just like one one thing and say that was my favorite moment because um, there were so many. I think playing in tournaments with my friends in like middle school where we'd all have games and then we'd go barbecue hamburgers in between and <laughs> play stupid games like that. That was fun. And a lot of those friends that I made in fourth grade, fifth grade are still my good friends to this day. So um, those are certainly memorable experiences. We we had a good team, great group of guys. Um, a lot of which, you know, um, junior college was awesome as well. Summer ball, just guys, scrappy, you know, scrappy and, and uh Coming together for one common goal was awesome. And then also on an individual level, I think any game that I hit a home run, which wasn't a ton, like I'll always remember those <laughs> just because I don't think there's any better feeling in sports than hitting a home run. Um, so those as well.
0: Oh, yeah. You got to embrace every home run you hit exactly. out the back. Exactly. Yeah, you got to give them the
1: backflip and let them know.
0: How many did you have in your career total?
1: Oh, man. In college, um, five? Very
0: nice. Yeah. Well, that's, any grand slams or what was the highest RBIs you got? Uh, on no
1: Grand Slams, unfortunately. Um I think like probably the coolest thing I did was back to back days I home runs. Uh not nothing <laughs> that crazy. No no like absolute tanks or anything like that. Um but anytime I got one man, I was super thankful and it was it's the best feeling.
0: Mm-hmm. It definitely is. I mean, see you guys in practice. I can just see, it. I can like tell the vision of when you're swinging. Like, oh, yeah. At the park. But wow, back to back days. That's really cool. The yeah. breakfast was on point that day.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: uh the huh. Breakfast of champions. Yeah. And then also from comparing your undergrad to your master's degree, what'd you? What would you learn about yourself that, that's a separate thing from each of those, each place, Gardner-Webb and Lane slash U Yeah,
1: so um, my MBA program was 100% online, which was challenging in a lot of ways because it felt like I was teaching myself. Um, there wasn't anything specifically. I think that with education, a lot of it's memorization, a lot of it's showing that you did something. And I, you know, I have my master's, but I didn't feel like I learned a ton, um, as much as I hate to say it, cause I spent two years doing it and, and some money mm-hmm. and stuff, but it, it's good to have, but there's no specific school there's no specific skill called business. Business is a ton of different things. Right. And in my current role, I use pretty much nothing for my MBA. Um, but it, <laughs> sir, it, it, I hate to say it, but it's true. And, uh, but it's good to have on a resume and, um, it shows that that I put the time in and you know, took care of this big task.
0: I think that's something important that stands out is the doing and the execution and staying right. committed from the beginning to completing a masters and also I think I think your value is even more unique, like being across the country. Like yeah. that's a whole nother step forward too while being a division one athlete and so you, doing it hundred percent online, since yeah. with everything going on nowadays, with all the a lot of people doing online classes, is there. Yeah. Any advice you have to students across li- listening to this?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, just take ownership of of your academic career. No one's gonna do it for you. You just gotta suck it up. I know it's tough. Yeah. Um, you know the web, the World Wide Web is a, is a great resource. To to teach yourself everything you need to know. Tutors are online. You can go on YouTube and look stuff up. Um, but you just gotta teach yourself. You can't rely on on other people, you just gotta do it. Mm-hmm.
0: Google and YouTube, two great yep. places to be exactly. utilizing.
1: And also
0: I think that's another thing you can put on your resume, also just self sufficiency exactly. and taking that self ownership, not only like as a college athlete, like you take care of yourself first there but also as a student you had to do the same thing
1: yeah do you think
0: you think baseball helped you with transitioning to the 100 percent online taking that self-sufficiency
1: it did yeah there's a lot of things from baseball that i i carried over to my academic career that i'm not carrying over to my professional career Um, and it's just wanting to be the best that i can be being super competitive Um, going back to the asking why Really learning things instead of instead of memorizing, trying to figure out why things are the way they are. Um, A lot of schools just memorizing abstract concepts, right? But you don't really dive into to why. You just kind of memorize the math formulas. You put them on your little sheet, you know, and take the test. And then and then before you know it, you know, I can't even tell you the quadratic formula. So, so Mm -hmm. you seek to understand. that That's the big thing for me. And and going back to my master's, I mean, I probably wouldn't have even done my MBA. Um, if it weren't for baseball, cause I had two more years of eligibility left. It was like, well, I can either stretch out my undergrad or I can just knock that out as fast as possible and then, and then move on to something. So definitely grateful that baseball afforded me the opportunity to do my MBA as well.
0: Yeah, baseball and sports in general, they give you so many opportunities. And
1: yeah. I'm super grateful
0: for all the people that I get to meet through uh, through sports in my lifetime. For I sure. For example, we're doing this interview right now.
1: Yeah, baseball really, connected us, really man. Really
0: thankful you came to U of O. Yeah, man, super Hard thankful years. for you.
1: You always got a smile on your face. And it was always great to see you at the yard every day. Mm-hmm. It's important. I'm
0: actually reading a book right now by the Atlanta Falcons owner called Good Company. It's oh, nice. a really interesting book. He's talking about the value of a people and how mm-hmm. important it is when you're running a business and your company. So that's something yeah. that really stood out to me about college was all the great people I met. And For
1: it's sure. impossible
0: not to smile being around a bunch of great people. Yeah. And I just love learning from you all what your experiences were and just building that relate, building those relationships and friendships.
1: Yeah. Super important for sure.
0: And then with starting your job now, uh, what have you learned? What's been the biggest value that you've learned? I mean, especially if you didn't really have a lot from your MBA, I think relationship wise or building that real world experience. Yeah. exponentially going to grow your brain and what counts to becoming the best version of yourself
1: yeah so when I was doing my MBA people would always ask what do you want to do you're doing your master's in business what 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 are you going to do and I would always say dude I have no idea and they'd be like well why are you doing your master's in and I was like well baseball just I'm still playing baseball I'm just going to keep doing the school thing until until they tell me I can't anymore and can't play baseball anymore so Um, I really had no clue what I was going to do and it just sort of happened organically. I was applying to a bunch of jobs, um, wasn't getting much, pandemic hit, I was back home, senior season was canceled Um, so I really didn't have a lot of direction for the first time in a while Um, which was was very odd. I had no really plan and my whole life had sort of been planned up to this point and then for it to all come crumbling down was was crazy and humbling Um, but what I've learned working is is that school isn't gonna do a whole lot for you to prepare you for your job. Um, what prepared me most is the, is the connections that I've made, um, you know, treating people well, like you said, in the book you're reading, that's been huge too, and just developing authentic relationships with people um, and just being yourself too. A good quote is, no one's ever gonna beat you at being yourself. You can uh, escape competition through authenticity. So. Um, Always just remembering to be yourself, whatever that means, and, and be the best version of yourself that you can be.
0: Exactly that that was a really good quote that yeah. I love too. Something similar is yeah, no one can be better than yourself.
1: Exactly, Don't
0: just be the best. Don't try to be anyone else. It's super important. Yeah, for sure. And people really see through it
1: too when you're not being yourself. You know, it's uh pretty easy to put on a mask, but people people see through it if you're not you're not being authentic
0: 100 percent 100 percent. that's something that was really good being in college with you guys was can feel all the authenticity you can read people's energy in the room which is great yeah great to see how genuine everyone is and willing to help you with what you need
1: for sure i just want to
0: give everything back to them as well yeah then what's your favorite part about your job so far? Is there, we had any cool experience that stands out?
1: Um, You know, honestly, it's just been awesome. Like I said, it happened organically and I had no clue what I was going to do. Um, I sort of knew that I, I wanted to be in somewhat of a sales type position, which I am in now. Um, and I wanted to not sell really as much as I wanted to connect people with something that's going to help them. Um. And which is what I'm doing now. We help people refinance and buy homes and qualify for, for that. Um, and it feels good when, when you help someone, you know, save, save a ton of money on their mortgage or, um, help them buy that first house. So, um, I have a great team that I work with. It's been awesome to transition from, from a team on a field to a team in, in the work setting. It's, it's a big company, but it, I work in a small group. Our branches is, is like four guys that um, we all get along super well and, They've taken me under their wing and it's it's a great learning experience.
0: Very nice. I'm really happy to hear that you have a yeah, good thank team. You. I think that I mean, that's what I strive for and think yeah. everyone should strive for is where you get where do you fit in best with people that that'll get along with you and understand your goals and your exactly. personality. It's really nice to see every when you just when it clicks automatically that light bulb goes and things yeah. together really well. Right. And then with the baseball I and mean, did you get that similar to what's like the biggest similarity and difference now being in the professional world that with those teammates and people you work with?
1: Yeah. I mean, just completely different setting. Um, but the same principles still apply. Like, um, you know, you put in more effort, you're probably gonna be better. Um, if I put in more effort to learn and, and do my job better, I'm probably gonna be better because of it. And also the team's probably gonna be better because of it. Same thing on the baseball field, right? If I'm taking care of, of myself and my duties, it's gonna benefit the team. So similar concept there for sure.
0: Keep on so just keep on taking those A Bs and practice. Keep on taking the A Bs. Keep on yep. growing. Very exciting and then. So also with I mean, I feel like quite a few people don't, including myself, like don't necessarily know what they want to do at first when they get out of college. So what advice do you have for that, for people with networking and interview advice?
1: Yeah, networking was actually something that I struggled with a lot, um, just because I found it uncomfortable. So I didn't really put myself out there. And if I'm not comfortable, I can be sort of reserved, which I think can hurt me in a lot of ways. Um, but it never hurts to ask people, you know, what do you what do? You, do? Um, you know, it could be a family friend, it could be someone that you know well. Just asking those questions what do you do? Um, do you like what you do? What do you not like about it? And then you get to learn. And then also um, just apply to a lot of places. That's what I did. I didn't really have a plan, um, was just kind of looking. And I did the interviews. And with interviews, like anything else, just more reps, the better you get. You learn what, what they want, what questions they're going to ask. Um, but at some point, you gotta step up to the plate and and let your preparation um carry you. You can you know talk about it all day, but at the end of the day, you gotta just do it right um but but asking people what they do and what they like and what they don't like, that was a big thing for me, and I wish I would have started doing that earlier.
0: Mhm, I mean, I'm stuck. I'm glad that you I mean, you figured it out pretty quick at the same time, which is good compared to maybe some people takes longer, but this is the craziest time right now oh yeah there's really also a to with network because, with people
1: yeah because for the longest time I was applying for jobs and wasn't getting anything and then the pandemic hit and I'm like well I don't know what I'm gonna do I'm done with baseball I'm done with my MBA can't find a job um so that, that was stressful but then by the time I was done with my MBA everything had kind of worked itself out and it wasn't worth stressing over honestly because when it when it happened it clicked and um it felt right exactly it's important just to keep believing in yourself
0: and you buy into yourself first and exactly just trust you know, i'm gonna get one percent better every day and yep. someone's gonna see that and it's really rewarding to see that growth that yeah. reward itself with results was there a so once you when you got hired or maybe even a little before you got hired did you Was there like a light bulb moment that kind of clicked going from, I don't know why I'm not getting a job right now, I don't understand, and then was there any moment there?
1: Yeah, there was for sure. Um, It actually happened when I was camping, and a kid who who I had known through mutual friends was like, hey, what are you doing? And then, of course, I was like, dude, I I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm almost done with my MBA, Uh, been interviewing places, but he's like, oh, I work at Churchill Mortgage, blah, blah, blah. I love it. It's great. Um, and then his stepdad is also a branch manager in, in Ben. So um, I got to pick his brain, started asking him those questions. You know, what do you do? Um, do you like a job? What do you not like about it? And and he was super awesome to me. Um, he connected me with, with the Portland branch. And then um, those guys were awesome. I mean, it just felt right. They invited me over. It wasn't even really a formal interview process, which was super weird um, because everything before is so structured that you're gonna hop on this Zoom at this time, you know, send your resume here, uh you maybe take these tests but it, it was none of that and it was just um you know what what's your story and um, uh, you know what do you like and then um it took off from there and it, it was great it just felt right Yes, that's real that's really cool <laughs> yeah to hear how
0: something can come how a job comes organically i mean really nice to, and a reminder you know to enjoy what you love doing for sure. While you're, while you're out there putting in the work and hard work, I mean, you came from a camping trip mean, you're doing something you loved and enjoyed it with your friends. Yeah, that's exactly, yeah, that bumps that me up. I'm I was really excited when I saw the, saw the yeah, Facebook post and you were tagged on there.
1: Yeah, like, that's right.
0: tired. Yes. Yeah. let's go. Let's go. Um, man it makes me pump for all of you guys to you. see what everyone's doing and seeing the accomplishments made.
1: Thank you then,
0: and you're also coaching baseball right now i am. So I'd, I'd love to hear about how that's going and as a player what's what have you learned about yourself or what's different from playing to now coaching the game
1: yeah it's it's uh well it's been first of all, it's been great to stay involved with baseball. Um, when I first came home and I was still doing my MBA, I was giving some some hitting lessons and stuff like that, and then um that sort of happened randomly too. The coaching and a coach that had coached me in in high school was coaching 16U summer ball, and I was like, "Hey, man, do you do you want to come coach?" And I was like, ah, "I don't know. I'm doing my MBA. I'm giving hitting lessons." And I was like, "You know what? Fine, I'll, I'll do it." And super glad I did. I coached 16U this summer, which was great. And it's it's similar, but in a lot of ways, it's different. You see the game from a completely different angle, um, and also you have that perspective looking back. Like, hey, you guys are 16. It may feel like you guys have a lot of time, but your time uh, in a uniform is actually super limited, and um, you got to put in the work now. You do have a little bit of time before college, but you got to get on it, man, because um, this thing doesn't last forever. And just sharing sharing all those life lessons and um, stories with my friends with them was great. And so then that transitioned into coaching. Uh, Tenue this fall with with Parker Kelly, who you obviously know, and who we went to Oregon together with, and um, I lived with Parker, grew up with Parker, so we coach Tenue um, together, and that is something, man. They are funny kids. They, in a lot of ways, it's baby it's like babysitting, but they're great. Um, There's some really talented kids as well, so we're enjoying it.
0: That'll be really exciting to see the process of them like growing up after you get them going at 10 years old and see what see what happens they're going forward man that's the really good stuff yeah that's awesome too because together that's a lot of fun
1: yeah and if you enjoy what you're doing it honestly doesn't feel like work so with coaching and, and most of the time with my current job it's like it's it's not so much a job it's a it's a learning experience and a place to get better and if it really doesn't feel like work you know you can I can give lessons after, after work and still be pumped up for, to give, to give a kid a hitting lesson or pumped up for, for practice. So, um, it's been great.
0: That's the, that's the best feeling in the world when work doesn't feel like work. And yeah, especially going from your, you have your whole full day of work and then still building that re-energize, adding on to your energy for the day, going to baseball again, yeah. going back to your roots and, being able to help a lot of kids
1: takes a lot of coffee but um it is super fun (laughs) it is super fun
0: for sure man that's man that's super exciting is there what's the one thing that you and parker have each shared with with your with your guys that you're coaching
1: yeah um again sort of your your time in a a uniform is limited and but with 10 year olds and it's all about just having fun and, and learning to enjoy the game so that when it does get hard in, in middle school and high school, you're wanting to put in the work to be better. You're not burnt out. Um, you, you've learned how to play the game the right way so that w- when the time comes, you, you can go full throttle. And these guys play different sports and um, all sorts of things, and they have their their regular season cut short because of coronavirus and their school. Mm-hmm. So um, it's tough for them, but just sharing with them that to make every moment count and, and to... And to have fun and play different positions, hit in different spots in the order, um, because it's all about having fun at that age, man.
0: Mhm. Yeah, it's uh, really important just to instill the having fun, make sure they're doing what they love, I and mean, that's yeah. something that no one cares goes if you, on for life.
1: Yeah, no one cares if you won a 10-U fall ball game. No one's going to look back when they're recruiting and say, hey, how'd your 10-U fall ball? uh, (laughs) right you know we don't want to overdo arms We don't want to we want kids to be versatile and, and to learn those life lessons that we learned as well so
0: that's really cool so talking about the burnout but when she as you're playing the game for so long middle school and high school what was the key thing for you to keep having fun
1: yeah um i always really enjoyed it but what i also really enjoyed was finding ways to get better within my own game whether that meant focusing on a weakness or even doubling down on the strength, um, to further increase my competitive advantage. Um, those, those were huge for me and just learning more about the game, um, learning different ways to develop, learning how I can improve myself in the weight room, um, learning additional ways to just get better was, was big for me. Cause I always had this goal of playing in the MLB, right. And obviously that didn't work out, but, um, you kind of work backwards from there and, and find ways to develop and figure out what it's gonna to take to get there. And unfortunately I didn't figure it out, but had had a great had a great ride. Yeah,
0: I mean, it's really a big moment to play division one baseball and be For a, sure and be starting in the game. That's a small percentage itself. And yeah. I'm sure that was a I mean, that's a life whole lifetime experience right there. Yeah, again, and a lifetime of work worked goals. up to it too. So a whole lot of work put in there with that investment yeah and lastly with all with your time between and being a grad school student and a and a college baseball player how what advice would you have for student athletes to balance out their
1: time yeah Um, time management is huge time management management is huge and then um, just enjoying the process of learning I know it, School can be super tedious. I would get bored with school and then the monotony of that plus three-hour baseball practices, waking up at five for weights. Like, it, it can suck. It's not always uh, rainbows and, and butterflies and sunshine. Um, there is work to be had, but um, the big thing is keeping the end goal in mind. For me, that, I didn't know exactly what that was. I wanted to play in the MLB, so that, that was there. And I dedicated, I would say, most of my energy and time into that goal. And then what was left, I kind of put into my MBA because um, school was definitely more easy for me than baseball. I was naturally better at school and that sort of thing than I was at baseball. So I knew to be where I wanted to be at baseball wise, I needed to concentrate most of my time and effort there. Um, but just keeping that end goal in mind for me, that was also getting my MBA. Um, I wasn't going to go there to not get my MBA and, and just take classes. Right. I had I had that end goal in mind because I knew that that was going to set me up um, down the road for, for success. So keeping the end goal in mind and, and time management and just remembering why you're there.
0: Right. That's a, I mean, that's really special to be accomplishing two major goals at the same time and enjoying that process. And yeah. like you said, knowing why you're there and you're obviously not going to lose. Like we're going right. go to win. We're going to it. We're going to it
1: Yeah, and exactly. I know about that. Yeah.
0: Wow. Very cool. And, uh, my last question is, what if, who, would you ha- who do you recommend I have on the podcast next?
1: I say you got to go with Parker, man. We both know Parker. He's coaching baseball, so he'll give you some insight there. Um, he has his master's too, actually. He just got his from West Virginia. I think sports management or something to that effect. Um, he he got to play professional ball. He played some indie ball. He's giving lessons too, so he'd be a great person to have on.
0: Marker will be a great one to have on. I hope to yeah. get on.
1: Colton, yeah, thank on you him. so
0: much for your time. I really appreciate you. You got it, man. Taking time your day to be on. It was, it's great
1: to see you. Of course. You excited for Duck football to come back?
0: Oh, man. I'm excited for Duck football to come back. It's yeah, been kind, come of, right? kind of strange watching football, like, without the conferences playing. Yeah. And, I mean, I'm... Used to going to game day, We're like I know, right? so excited for that. But yeah, I can't wait for them to come back and see how the team looks this year. I'm pretty confident they're gonna do really well. And
1: yeah, me too.
0: Playing a all Pac-12 schedule, you know, I think they got an opportunity, good opportunity here to make the college football playoff again. Yeah, Take that'd that be next sweet. step forward for the Ducks. Fingers
1: crossed. It's November seventh. Fingers, right? fingers crossed.
0: Against November seventh. Mm-hmm. In nice. Stanford, that's an exciting opener. Definitely, oh, yeah. that's a great yeah. way. And I, I like how they're ending the year with U Dub at home too. Let's go! But- yeah. Thank you very much for listening to this episode. I really appreciate your time and support. If you enjoyed this episode, I would really appreciate it if you subscribed to this podcast and took a screenshot to share with your friends and family. Please leave a comment below about your favorite part of the episode. I look forward to reading them and I hope the rest of your day and week goes great. Remember how much talent you have to be a positive impact in this world.